I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's only 13 payments of $19.99, but wait, there's more! Woo. Woo, honey. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Doing, I'm doing all right. Like, it's been a pretty mellow week. How about you? How was your birthday week so far? My birthday was good. It was so good. Um, It was a weird, it was just a weird start to it because planning things for yourself feels inherently selfish. Oh, totally. And it also, like, sometimes doesn't work out. And I just was constantly, at one point, like, the night before my birthday, was so anxious that I threw up (laughs) because I, and it's so stupid. It was just because I like, I don't know, just got obsessed with like something that didn't matter. And I think that it was all rooted in like, what does it mean to be older? Like, you know. Do you love celebrating your birthday too? I do. I do. Yeah, so I, I think get that's nervous. part of, that's gotta be part of it. I get nervous. It just won't live up, you know? Right. Yeah. I a hundred percent get that. Uh, I went to uh, a dinner with Claire and a couple of her friends on, I think it was Saturday night? Yeah. And it was absolutely lovely. It was such a fun time. And I was thinking about it. it I don't know if you watched Chelsea Handler's Netflix show. I don't, but my dear friend Andy Hurst. Hi, Andy Hurst. Hi, Andy Hurst. Andy on on Chelsea. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so if you're watching and you see Andy, this, like, assistant from the show that she's always, like, being a dick to, that's Andy Hurst. That's so funny. Yeah. But it reminded me, if you watch some of the episodes, some of them are based around her having dinner with her friends. And it can be different celebrities it could be different people from different backgrounds different like political Liza parties Minnelli, she used to have dinner parties yeah and alan cummings had a show on bravo that got canceled i Alan's had no dinner idea party or whatever that's so cool i had no idea but yeah. but your your birthday dinner kind of reminded me of that where it's just a small little dinner with great conversation just ha- like and like just great conversation like there's no oh, end to that like people have di- <laughs> well and especially because it was you're from like all over the place and I'm from here and your friend Gael is from Paris and you had your two friends from Texas and like it was a really cool Missouri Austin Missouri and Jacob. sorry yeah, sorry from yeah Missouri Missouri And then at the last minute my friend Katie from college was there Yeah It was a nice gathering you know I will say I thought it was going to be my thing that happened this week but it's mm-hmm. not anymore cuz something crazier happened Okay But I Honestly, was pretty emotional when Austin and um, I said Austin and Jacob. Their last name is Jacobs. It's Austin and Ryan Jacobs. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I, t- I had a brain fart, but I love you guys. I promise. I it's know your it's difficult when it's like three first names. I know, and I tell them that, and they're like, "Yeah, we get that all the time." Yeah. Um, and randomly saw Austin today on oh, the cool. train. It was a really nice run in. Um, I really love those brothers. I love them so much. They seem very great. They are more than very great. <laughs> Honestly, some of the greatest guys I know. But so, so they were the first ones to show up, and the dinner started at eight, and they mm. came in at like eight fifty, eight fifty five. So mm. I was sitting alone oh, at no. this big table for like seven or eight people by myself, watching the wedding planner across the bar, like. For an hour. Aww. And obviously the whole staff felt bad for me. There were people at the restaurant that were staring at me. Like the bartender sent me a drink and I was like eating That's risotto sweet. by myself Aww. at this giant table. And oh, I'm sorry. Then. No, I mean, but the thing was, it was weird because throughout the week, a bunch of people canceled on the dinner, sure. which like, ugh, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> 
Facebook You're is right. honestly making our millennial generation feel it's okay to say maybe. It's not okay it's, to say maybe. Yeah, You're either I coming agree. or you're not, and you're coming on time. And, like, obviously, like, people have work. You had work. Yeah, and Ryan I felt and Austin enough. had work. Like, Gael got lost. She doesn't live here. So, yeah, like, that's, that's kind of, that's, like, an extraneous, like, but, like, Katie didn't tell me her parents were coming into town. Mm-hmm. So then Katie, um... You know, Katie and my friend Julie and a few other people were texting me throughout the dinner being like, I'm on my way, I'm on my way, I'm on my way. Some just didn't come at all. And then Katie came like two and a half hours later. Yeah, because Katie came after, like, after I did. Right. And I was the last one there. She was like hosting her parents for the week. So like, all of this is to say, like, there's no excuse that's not legitimate, but, and I was pretty emotional when Ryan and Austin got there Mm -hmm. because I was embarrassed and I told them... Like, you know, I only ask for one night of the year yeah. from all my friends. And, I mean, frankly, you wouldn't ever do that to a stranger that was interviewing you. Or mm. a stranger you're auditioning for. Or True. a stranger who you're going to walk their dog. Like, honestly, you wouldn't do that to any of those people. So why would you do it to me? Like, we're supposed to be close friends. And, like, uh, again, like, people who have work completely different situation but people who just like cancel or people who are like I'm on my way but like I'll be running late and it's like give me a reason or like just don't come because it just the whole maybe thing is bullshit like I I don't like it but but I felt bad because I was outside for like 10 minutes just like I think I missed them because I had just walked right past you guys. Oh, you did? Yeah, I walked right I past you guys. Because I walked into the restaurant at one point, and you were like, and you were like, oh, I was already here, and I was looking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, And then I just wait, kind of waited outside, and I was just like, well, okay, like, maybe they're not here. Maybe things are in late. That does happen. Like, And then, like, after about, like, 10, 15 minutes, I just walk up to the host, and I was like, I'm sorry. Is there, like, a party for Claire? And he's like, yeah, manship? Yeah, they're like eating right now they're like i'm like oh yeah i see them right there they're behind so, me <laughs> they're behind me right now um yeah i mean it, honestly like you said it was a really nice gathering in the yeah. end i really felt special and i'm glad yeah and i mean between you my business partner and dear friend gael my closest you know one of my two closest international friends mm-hmm. and then these two guys that like you know i don't know ryan and austin as well as some other people, but you know when you just meet someone and it's like kindred spirits. Yeah, that's how I that's how I feel about them. That's I honestly, great. I really do feel that those that cool. those men are amazing. So like it worked out in the end, and it would have been a great thing that happened this week if something else <laughs> better. Oh, didn't do you want to do you want to jump into it? I mean, have we talked long enough? How long have we talked? Um, like six minutes. Okay. Well, I mean, just can... just to finish that thought, essentially, it's like. I, I just, I would rather only have, like, you and me or me mm-hmm. and, and two people or whatever who, like, are committed to being there. Yeah. On time with no excuses. Like, I, you know, and I, ugh. Let me know what you think, but, and of course, this is advice my parents have given me since day one, but the older I get, the more I'm thinking, like, okay, I would so much rather have five or six people over to hang out than... Like, a night where everybody... I mean, and of course, I invite everybody, you know, to my birthday, like, bar thing or whatever. But sure. I w- but I would rather have, like, a cozy night in with, like, five or six people than, like, a house party. And that like, was I would rather something keep... your parents recommend? Or... Yeah, because, like, I mean, like, I went through a few friend groups growing up, and, like, that's just kind of... Like, that just happens. 
And so whenever I'd go through those times of drama, my parents would always be, say, listen, you you find out who your friends are and you keep those close. You don't need a whole lot of friends. You just need enough. You just need enough that you trust, that you really hold close. Right. And so now, like, I'm happy to say, like, I think I'm, like, friendly or at least acquaintances with a lot of people, but there's... Your birthday was unbelievably well attended. It was. Like, I, I got I lucky. I couldn't believe how many people were there. I got lucky. That, yeah. Because you were like, oh, it's just going to be me and a few of my friends. Like, come on by at, like, 8 o'clock or whatever. Yeah. I show up. The room... It's like a back library adjacent to a mini bar upstairs of this restaurant. And Ian had like 20 people there. And then over the hour that I was there from like 8 to 9.30 or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, like another 20 filtered through. It was so weird. Yeah. I mean, and not like, like weird in a good way, just unusual for New York. Yeah, yeah. And so that was like a, was it a Sunday? No, it, it was might a Saturday. Have been. I can't remember what night of the week it was too, but I remember there was my something. Was, yeah, my birthday was on a Monday. And I think I had the, I think I had the actual thing on like a Saturday, a Friday or a Saturday. Okay, okay, so um, it's not that weird. Okay, yeah, I think it was a Friday because then like I woke up the next day hungover and went to New Paltz. <laughs> Like, just, like, sitting on a bus, just, like, trying to, like, stabilize myself. Oh, my gosh. Um, No, I mean, like, and I'm lucky that, like, that I threw something and it was very well attended. But ultimately, at the end of the day, and I think because another conversation we were having at the dinner table that night, I am an introvert and I would rather just, and I would rather just have a few, like, a small group gathered. Right. In my living room right here. I was talking to my best friend, Julie, about... How a couple weeks before I was nervous because people were already sending excuses. Some were like out of town. That's like an outlier. But some people were like, oh, you know, I might have this that night or I might have that that night. It's this maybe FOMO generation where Mm -hmm. they want to make sure that what they might have already planned isn't going to be like yours isn't going to be better than what they already have on the docket. So they're going to back burner you until they decide what the list of their evening is or if you even meet it at all. That's definitely a thing. So I totally, so I was talking about that and you know what? I love the way Aziz Ansari puts that. I can't remember what stand-up special it's in. It might be the Madison Square Garden one, but he's talking about like, oh, there's this concert over here, but I committed to dinner with my friend and you want to go so badly, but like we have to commit Mm-hmm. So I to commit to the thing we already said we did. Yeah. So I was anyway talking about this whole umbrella topic with Julie, and she was like, "Honestly, Bear, like that's why I don't plan those things. Mm. Like that's why I would never throw myself a, a birthday dinner." She's like, "That I I just would never do it because I fear the same thing, and it's a lot easier to cut those losses." And I was like, well, sure. that's very pragmatic. Yeah, definitely. And also depressing. Like, that you wouldn't be able to celebrate once a year. Oh, yeah. One out of 365 and occasionally 366. I, I mean, know, right? come on, y'all. Yeah. Live it up. It's your birthday. Treat yourself 2,000 whatever it is. Yes. <laughs> Treat yourself 2,000 whatever it is. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that can all be tangent number one. Sure. Top of show. But I appreciate you listening. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, you were talking to our listeners, weren't you? No, you. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about the listener? <laughs> yeah. No, please like, like, rate, like, rate, subscribe, comment, comment. tell your friends, please. Um, <laughs> subscribe, please. Um, okay. Well, with all that being said, um, I'm going to dial it back. I went first last week. It's your turn. Okay. The um, thing that happened last week. Um. <laughs> that will never not that be stupid. Never, yeah, right? <laughs> um, 
That's great. Um, so my thing that happened this week, and I thought about it in the same way that yours was last week. It, maybe it's not the most interesting thing that happened this week, which is a very low bar because I had a very chill week so far. But that's good. No news but it's, is good news. But it's the one that stood out to me. Okay. And like this is kind of gross, so I'm just going to like give that like toilet talk trigger warning at okay. the top here. So, like, I'm a human being, and I know that I'm a slender person, but I do eat. And I don't always eat the best things for me, but either way, when I eat, I have to go take a doo-doo. So You do have an unbelievably amazing constitution for eating, like, foods that make other people feel, you know, icky for longer. But, like, you have a really good turnaround rate. Thank you. From, like, brunch and Mexican food and stuff like that. Thank you. And I have no idea what it is, but... And, but I'm, it's from being skinny and cute, and it haven't all, and it hasn't always been this way. <laughs> there's a there's a photo of like my first show ever, and I think it's one of the only photos in existence of like when I was like a chubby kid. Ooh, um, honeybee, can you send that to me? Yeah, I'm sure she has. I need plenty. that little. I need a little pudgy Ian yeah. photo to put on my fridge. It was like I was a, it was a little potato of a kid. Um, <laughs> a little potato. Yeah, and like I had a this little long, Jewish potato, and I had like this long like Justin Biebery hair before Justin Bieber was like did. fucking alive. Um, but anyway. <laughs> So I so I'm in so I was at work and where I work there is no private restroom for the employees so we have to use the same bathroom that our customers use which is fine huh but we get some like real characters in our store okay and sometimes you have to use the bathroom the same time those characters have to use the bathroom sure so I was taking my to do and you were making a to-do about your to-do. Exactly. It was a whole to-do, to-do, to-do. What's a to-do, to-do today? Um, that's a Minotaur do till two. Um, um, Who would that it was so simple? Did you see that Coen Brothers movie? No. Hail Caesar? No, I wanted to so oh, bad. I buddy, hear it's great. You'll love it, but there's this whole sequence where um, where Ray Fiennes is trying to teach... Um, uh, uh, Alden Ehrenreich uh-huh. how to say would that it were so simple mm-hmm. but he's saying would that it were so simple and Alden Ehrenreich is going would that it were so simple <laughs> <laughs> the Rhine and spine um, yes it's exactly, it's exactly that. that yeah so anyway what did you do to do today yeah so, yeah, so you were having a doo-doo I was having a doo-doo um and then I just hear this guy like blasting rap music in the bathroom <laughs> and he's like reciting it along with it what what and I'm like Poop music. Okay, exactly. And I'm like, uh... The poopoozic. Okay, the poopoozic, yeah. Um, and so and so I'm just kind of like, okay, like, if I don't have to, like, be face-to-face with the gentleman, even better. Because my bathroom... I, like I like my bathrooms to be Like, sacred. I like my women. Silent. Silent. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that, that because is... I'm a feminist. Also, one of my favorite Anna Kendrick tweets is, I like my men like I like my coffee. Silent. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, um, that's like, they turned that into a motivational poster, and it was great. Good. Um, So, like, I do, I finish up my business, and then I go out there, I go to the sink, and there are these two guys just like, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, they're not washing their hands, they're just kind of like leaning over the sink, like, reciting this rap. And one Weird. Of the, yeah, and one of the guys just looks at me and goes, yo, you need to eat some vegetables or something. And I was, and... Without speaking, because, like, again, I like my restroom silent. I just kind of, in the mirror, give him, like, whatever look, like, whatever possible look as to say, like, I don't fucking know you. 
Right, okay, so he was saying... He was commenting on the smell of my poop. Weird, but he was... But they were playing the music. Yeah. Weird. And, and so then he's like, yeah, I'm just fucking with you, man. All shit stinks. And, I'm, and I just give him another, like, slight eyebrow raise to be like, kindly fuck off, please. How old was this person? He wasn't... He probably wasn't too much older than me. Like, he was a young guy. Okay, and was he... He like, was white. Weird. Like... Oh, no, I wasn't and, gonna ask uh, that. I was gonna ask, like, what, like... Do you think he went to the bathroom? No. Because I, I was know, wondering I if he was, like, he... how he was dressed or if they were coming out of a stall. Like, that's kind of where I was no, going. No, I mean, like, if anything, he wasn't using a stall because I was using the only stall. But, um... So it's, like, just two weird white and he guys. Had, and he had left... They had left the bathroom and come back in. So... Huh. And, like, we get plenty of people at work that aren't, like, 100% there mentally. So, like, so, what do you do in that circumstance in terms of, like, removing someone from the store? It ha- you have to get security involved. You have to get security involved, and you have to get management involved. And ultimately, it was benign, but, like, I don't know you. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm representing my company because I'm on the clock, so there's only so much I can say. And he and saw I'm- that you were in uniform, right? Yeah. Like, they're, like, Weird. Yeah, and so, like, I can't... And, like, I'm terrible at, like... I don't know if I'm terrible at lying, but I'm terrible at not saying things that I don't mean. Uh Uh-huh. So I have a terrible time when I'm uncomfortable, like, joking along or, like, saying anything. I tend to just close off. But in this situation, I was just... All I could do and all I could muster myself to do was just give a look that was, like, you're really going to talk about this here. Like, you're really, like... You're, like, like, you're you're going there. You're, like, you're going there. You don't know me. Like, you have no idea who I am. I don't know who you are. Right. You're going to just, you're just going to go there with me? Because... Yeah, well, good thing you gave him a look. I mean, honestly, like, today, I, I don't mean to, like, tangent off, but no, I it. promise it's related. Today, I had the girls I nanny on the bus, and they play this, like, rock, paper, scissors game where they mm-hmm. shout, like, Pikachu! And it, like, makes no oh. sense. But it's called Pikachu. And yeah. then if you beat someone with rock, paper, scissors, you get to pinch their cheek while you play. It's really Aww. stupid. Yeah, so anyway. So they're doing this, but, like, under their breath, they're like, Pikachu! Pikachu! And this, uh, there's, like, two other people on the bus, and they're sitting up front, and we're in the back row. This old woman turns around, and she was like, she was like, can you stop that? Can't you see that you're annoying everybody? Wow. And, and she goes, no. She goes, don't you understand that you're annoying everybody? And so I go, I go, don't you understand that um, they're welcome to do whatever they like? That they're, Thank s- you. that they're like seven years old? I don't know if she heard me because she turned back around. Mm. But then, yeah, so we were getting off the bus and one guy got off with us and he was like, Pikachu. Yes. Like trying, trying to make the girls feel better. And we got off the bus and the woman happened to be sitting by the door. I looked right at her and I said, don't you ever talk to my kids. Yes. Like a tiger mom. Yes, tiger mom. So anyway, I think honestly, I didn't need to say anything if I shot her a dirty look, but yeah. you did like honestly and it you'll know what i mean you did the bare minimum to get the fucking job done. exactly he knows not to fuck with yeah 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 so like that's just and that's just what stood out to me this week because like we like and of course i joke about it a lot ask anybody i went to college with i always say like girls don't poop but like everybody poops <laughs> it's gonna smell like and we like we don't have to we don't have to, like, talk about it. And it's also, like, you don't have to be in the bathroom to play loud music at Fancy Best Buy. Like, there's whole other sections of the store where yeah. people are openly, like, pr- like playing, you know, on the music. merchandise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, listening to beats and shit. So, like, also, what, I yeah. don't understand. Also, the only reason I brought up the race before, and, like, I don't say this as, like, a backtrack, but 
to me it says something about like like how rap is essentially like a black culture like it's owned by the black culture like in, with the like, exception of Eminem, I would yeah, agree. I mean, there's always yeah. exceptions, but like, and like the history of it is predominantly black, and like it's old, it, it's a cultural kind of thing, and and maybe I'm wrong for this. Someone, please tell me if I'm wrong for this. But when I see like a when I see like a clearly very white person, like sort of owning, like even just reciting rap, like it kind of puts me off in a way. Like, and I don't. Do you know what he was rapping to? No, I have no idea what it was. Okay, and but like, let's pretend that it's that it's, uh, you know, the new Kendrick. Sure. Okay, so it's Kendrick Lamar, and. He's rapping to it. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I don't think it's very far-fetched to say that in some, at least in certain settings, it could be an appropriation of culture. Yeah, like that's, and that's what it kind of felt like. I mean, I'm happy to rap along to Nicki Minaj, but yeah. the reason that Vanessa Hudgens got on the front page of the paper the other day was not because she hosted the Billboard Awards. It was because she rapped Nicki at, on stage to Nikki. Yeah. It's like at some points, like. I, yeah, it didn't feel like. It goes appreci- beyond like appreciating. Exactly. And this didn't there feel like go. appreciation. Yes. It felt like appropriation and like. Weird. It just kind of put me off because like I, I assumed like, the other guy was white. Was the other guy white? They both were. Like they were. Okay. Like they were both. They both kind of looked like a certain stereotype of like out of touch Irish. Not Irish guy, but like out of touch, like very white American guy. I mean, were they also appropriating like. African-American culture, like, to no. dress or anything? No, like, they were wearing, like, cargo shorts and, like, like an old t-shirt. Okay, like, weird. Because for some reason, in my head, when you did that voice of that guy, and this is, like, totally my privilege shining right now, I imagined, like, a, like, I don't know, like, some white kid in a do-rag? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, someone, like, one of those guys who wouldn't wear his pants all the way up. Sure, like, yeah. He's, like, in those old Jinko jeans. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's it, that's it. Weird, um, okay. But yeah, and like, and I don't know what it is because like I I like rap music. I pre like the new Kendrick album is amazing, but there's something weird about when it feels like you're not enjoying it as much as you're owning it. Like owning it is the only way I can think of phrasing it, and I still don't think that's the right word. But that it's like, like you're glomming onto something that like isn't really yours to exactly. like, take part in. Yeah, and that's it. And like I understand there's obs- there, there's exceptions in everything. I and- mean, when I get pumped up for shit, like of course I'm gonna listen to Missy Elliott, but oh, I don't yeah. I don't like sit on the train like out loud like chanting a lane, getting paid over here. You yeah. know, like I just you know I just like exactly. I don't know. Yeah, so that but I, I also that- like wouldn't be embarrassed to do that. I, yeah. Oh gosh, this is twisty. It is twisty because I feel like it's also one thing to like do it for like I don't know. Like I used to know every word to Empire State of Mind by Jay Z and Alicia Keys. Right, but, but when it's in the top forty, it's like a whole another yeah. animal. And it, yeah, and like that was fun, and like I don't feel like. And maybe it's just me, and I could be completely blind, and that could be a blind spot for me too. But I felt just like this is a great song that I love, and I love singing it like with my other friends who love singing it, regardless of who you are, like whatever. I think but- that him commenting on your doo doo <laughs> is way less an issue than because than what we've hit upon here. Yeah. I mean, I, that's really what I'm taking out. Sure. Of it, yeah, I like mean, like, the- I think there's something off. The, the the callousness to both what we were just talking about, but also like to be in a public bathroom and like, like and leading off with the rap part, like like you yeah. go into the bathroom and you hear some guy just rapping and like okay that happens, but then I see like then I see this guy and then he starts talking to me and I'm like I'm just uncomfortable, but I have to wash my hands. Right, weird. 
So that happened to me. Which this is funny. Week. I'm so sorry that happened. Like those. It's okay. I mean, like it's not those like, interactions. Like they aren't life changing by any means. Yeah. But like when it gives you pause, it's like, well, they made you yeah. uncomfortable. They made me uncomfortable. I never felt threatened. Like it was never anything like damaging. Those white just, guys aren't gonna come after you. No, not that I, <laughs> not that I know of, but they know where I work. Oh, so. white people are so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Facts though. <laughs> We are honestly the, we the, are the weakest of all races. We are the weakest of all races. Because <laughs> we haven't had to endure anything. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Yeah, so that's that's me. That's my story. Yeesh. All right. Well, thank you for sharing, my friends. You're welcome. So, <laughs> I was going to talk about my pseudo sad beginning to the birthday dinner Mm -hmm. but then my actual birthday happened and my mom came into town and she wanted to go to dinner she was planning to go to dinner with me and my friend Krista to Tavern on the Green which if anyone knows anything about New York City it's um an institution yeah um yeah (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) we had the best time um so anyway so she was coming in town for dinner and then she was gonna hang one more day and then she just went back to florida yesterday um and on this two night trip she was staying at the quinn on west 57th which is like this amazing kind of like art deco meets graffiti hotel Hmm. it's like a five-star place where'd you say it was uh west 57th and uh sixth avenue cool yeah um, it, it's the hotel that houses the Wayfarer. Okay. Okay. So she invited me to stay with her at the hotel and then we got there and they upgraded the room because she like bragged that it was my birthday and they were like, oh, well we do have something, you know, like you're here, you know, like using Expedia points or whatever the fuck she used. They nice. were like, you're like a preferred customer. Let's upgrade the room, whatever. Woo. So we got two separate beds and, um, and so we go up to the room that they upgraded us to and we go inside and there's like amenities everywhere. I love amenities. Okay, yes. so there's amenities everywhere. And there's a bag on the counter, like next to the TV. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of stuff there. So there's like an espresso machine, there's like booklets and like tourist guides and whatever, and like the phone and some informational stuff, and maybe like uh, one other thing. But anyway, it's like a typical like layout. But then there's this bag there, it's like a beach bag. Like a really nice one, like canvas tote. And inside is an inspired, or like recipes from Jerusalem cookbook. Uh This like really beautifully bound cookbook. Cool. And some like Godiva chocolates and a note to Tess. Okay, so I'm like, (laughs) none of us are Tess. So I'm like, huh, weird. So I call down to the concierge. And I'm like, hi, like, I think the people, whoever stayed in this room before, maybe her name is Tess, I'm not sure, she left uh, this, maybe I didn't even see the, the name on the card yet, mm-hmm. but anyway, I was like, they left this item. And I described, you know, it was like a bag, and maybe there's some gifts inside, I just wanted to make sure, like, someone got it. And they were like, oh, um, okay, well, like, let me check on that and we'll call back to the room. I was like, okay. They call back, like, five minutes later. And they're like, hi, Miss Manship. Um, actually, that is, uh, you know, it's okay. It's, uh, we're going to consider it an amenity and uh, you're welcome to keep it if you would like. 
And I was like, huh, really? Because it seems like pretty personal. Yeah. And the guy was like, yes, it, you know, it would be personal, but um, uh, we are comfortable with you, with you keeping it. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So I go into the bag and I'm like, well, it's mine now. So I open Tess's letter. <laughs> this is amazing already. <laughs> so I open the note to Tess, right? And um, inside is like a typical papyrus or paper source, you know, like a kind of a glittery, uh, you know, like maybe it's, it's embossed or whatever. It's raised up a uh, birthday card. Okay. And I open it up. It's like, dear Tess. And then there's the inscription that's on the card. It's like, have a wonderful, magical birthday or whatever. Yeah. And then below it, it's like, Tess, <laughs> you are the most courageous, inspiring, powerful, gorgeous, incredible, uh, like capable woman. Like, uh, like there's like 20 adjectives that I have ever met. I'm so honored to know you and I feel lucky to be in your life. Love, Daniel, parentheses, your work husband. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so then I'm like, Mom, I think the concierge was trying to tell me that the guests that stayed here before were having, we're having an, affair. an affair. Right? So my mom's like, no, no, that could never be. Oh, my God. She's like, Daniel and Tess aren't having an affair. <laughs> She talks about it like we know them. So she's like, Daniel and Tess couldn't be having an affair. I just had lunch with them three days ago. She was like, my best friend, Jean. <laughs> so my mom has a best friend named Jean. And whenever SNL makes a joke about the girls and who... Jean. Yeah, she's oh Her my name God. is my, my mom's friend, Jean. Yes. So my mom's like, my best friend, Jean, has, um, you know, a quote, unquote, work hubby at work or whatever. It's just the person that you have lunch with every day. It's the person you hang out with. I'm like, mom, read this card. Daniel is clearly in love with, with Tess. Tess. Fucking Tess, man. Tess is she's gorgeous. It up. Oh my god, that list, Ian. I wish. Okay, so here's what happened. So I'm like, fuck, Daniel and Tess, they did it. Yeah. And also Daniel married. So then I'm, I'm okay. So then we go to dinner at Tavern on the Green. We come back. It's like the late night of my birthday, and uh, the bag is gone. <laughs> But I had kept the note. Oh my God. <laughs> so I kept the note, right? It was in my purse and, or my backpack or whatever. And there's a note from the concierge. There's two wine glasses and this really nice bottle of Pinot. And there's a note. It's like, dear uh, Ms. Manship, so sorry for the misunderstanding earlier. Sincerely apologize. We thought when you called down that the bag you were mentioning might have been um, a gift bag uh, that was for the block of rooms for the people that stayed here before. Oh. So we considered it an amenity. Unfortunately, what you were describing was a personal gift. And uh, we've been in touch with uh, the person it belongs to. With Tess. So please, yes, with Tess. Or maybe Daniel. I don't maybe. know. So they were like, uh, thanks for your understanding and enjoy this wine, uh, you know, as a token of our gratitude and, you know, apologies, whatever. And then at the bottom of the note, it says, please call the concierge at your earliest convenience. So I call the concierge. And I'm like, hi, thank you so much for this wine. Uh, just wanted to follow up about your little, you know, postscript on your note. Uh, you know, P.S., call the concierge. And he's like, yes, 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 Ms. Manship. Thank you so much for getting in touch. And thank you for being honest about the thing that was left in your room. You know, of course, we're always trying to follow up with, you know, that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. 
there was a note that was with this item. And I believe that uh, we got the note from the room. And I was like, oh. And they were like, but when we delivered it to the guest, they said that it wasn't the card for them. It was supposed to be a birthday card. And we delivered them a birthday card that we found in the room. But it turns out that they're looking for a different one. And I was like, oh. So I look around the room. My birthday card from my mom is missing. Oh, my God. So now they have evidence that I took Tess's love note from Daniel. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So then I'm like, oh, well, uh, you know what? I'm actually missing a birthday card that my mother brought me. She's who I'm staying with. Um... Can I think, oh, yep, here it is. Found Tess's note. So I was like, oh, yeah, it says Tess on the outside. And thankfully, Papyrus, the Daniel was stupid enough not to lick the envelopes. When I opened it, it just opened it just from opens. the sticker. Yeah. So I just closed the sticker. I said, yes, it's right here. Would you send someone up to get it? Concierge comes up. I give it to him. And he goes, okay, oh, thank you. So sorry for the misunderstanding. The maid must have seen your card and assumed it was the one I asked her to look for. We will do the switcheroo and get you back your card. So then, anyway, I don't know what happened with Daniel and Tess, but Tess got her card back. Even though I know what it says. Oh my God. I know about their little secret. Yes. And I also got my birthday card back on the last day we were there. So. Great. Uh, first of all, good for Tess and Daniel for being able to afford that room. Um, that room is like 670 a night or some shit. And my mom just used points. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, my mom just oh accrues points. <laughs> That's amazing. I fucking love that story. That I, is an it amazing might be story. One of my top five favorite ones. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god, that is so. That's incredible. It was pretty silly. Yeah. I, it was so silly, and the fu- I think the best part about it was I was like, "Mom, do you realize what's going on?" And she goes, "They would never." <laughs> As if like I know Tess. Tess and I just got wine the other night. Oh my god, she didn't mention a Daniel. I mean, Daniel loves her a lot because not only that note, but this. Book. Oh my god! I mean, easily sixty dollars. Like, that's like a thoughtful gift too. Like, and some Godiva chocolates. I know. My mom was like, "This doesn't seem like a very romantic gift." I go, "Mom, Godiva chocolate and yeah. a cookbook clearly about a country that she probably went on vacation. Yeah, and he missed her while she was gone. <laughs> it's all right there. It's right there, like, mom. It's not even. You're not even <laughs> extrapolating. Like, <laughs> like it's all right there." Uh, this isn't even a reach, Mom, okay? No. Tess and Daniel are fucking and everybody knows <laughs> everybody it. Everybody knows it because everybody listens to the thing that happened this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tess and Daniel. I know. I, ho- I, wish th- I wish them well. Oh, gosh. It was really weird. It was really weird. I wish them well, honey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, I might just leave it at that. Done. That was, that was <laughs> such... Oh, God. Oh my god! I shouldn't have kept the note, but I really wanted to, and then I got caught. Oh my god! Imagine if, if you had kept the note, though. Like if they had not taken my my card, then I could have kept both. You could have kept both. But I I was a dummy. I put hers in my purse, and I put mine on the on the bed, and that's how that happened. Very simple mistake. Very but, easy to have. Oh, but I know what Daniel said. Mm, yeah, you do. I will never forget. Daniel, we know. Thank you so much for that story. Of course. That was amazing. <laughs> that was Tavern on the Green. 
Tavern on the Green was amazing. And oh my gosh, my aunt and uncle, my aunt Betty and uncle Bill sent us a bottle of wine to the restaurant from Atlanta. Like not from, but like they ordered it and had it sent ahead. That's really cool. My dear friend Krista was there. She brought me La Durée macaroons. It was (laughs) amazing. I want to go to Tavern on the Green and I think it's only because I've I've seen like... We should go. How expensive is that though? I mean, the outdoor seating is not horrible in terms of they have an altered menu my understanding okay. during lunchtime or send me the, time. Yeah, send me the menu it's pretty okay. great i had a 42 dollar lobster risotto i mean yeah honey bun that, that sounds about right it was great and uh obviously the wine we had was from my aunt and uncle it was pretty free um but uh i had some port after dinner Ooh. and uh yeah i had an 18 dollar glass of uh port that was about three sips but whoo <laughs> Honey, let's talk about a 16% alcohol content or some shit. Yeah. So yeah, so it was really great and having my mom there was amazing, but really the MVP of the weekend was Tess. It was Tess and Daniel. Yeah. Well, Daniel fucked up, okay? I don't know. Okay, definitely Tess. Yeah, it was Tess. Yeah. Tess has Daniel wrapped right around her finger. Oh, 100%. Oh, honey, honey. Cool. Honey, honey, how you thrill me. Uh Uh-huh, honey, honey. Quiz time. time! Woo! Ian Brodsky. Yes. What are you obsessed with right now? I know I've, I talked about it last week too, but I'm obsessed with Joni Mitchell. And oh, yeah, oh, okay. Because this is gonna this is gonna be maybe a, another tangent, but I'm gonna go for it. I grew up listening like to Joni Mitchell, Simon and Garfunkel, all that classic rock, folky kind of stuff. And thanks to Apple Music, which I know I did talk about last time, I've been listening to her like Essentials playlist. So I've been listening to a lot of that. I'm looking up her chords on like online, uh, learning them on guitar just for fun because they're always stuck in my head lately. And I was reading a story, and I don't know your opinions on Taylor Swift, but I was rereading a story of how they were going to make a movie um, about Carol King, Joni Mitchell, and Carly Simon. Weird. And about like three women who like changed the music industry, and of course now we have Beautiful on Broadway, which is wonderful. Fierce. But. That Taylor Swift was tapped to play Joni Mitchell. Never. And Joni Mitchell put the fucking kibosh on it, like, yes! immediately. And I was like, there is justice in this world. That's a fucking chutzpah. And it was great. But then, like, and, like, I felt bad joking about it, but then it was like, yeah, and then she immediately had an aneurysm. So, e- yeah, so she was, like, un. I mean, she still is unwell, but she is still, but she is healing from the aneurysm. She's fighting this aneurysm and, like, slowly like coming back she was seen at a concert last week like so and her music is just brilliant it's just absolutely brilliant it's some of my favorite music of all time so that's what i'm obsessed with this week amazing yeah question number two desert island three different kinds of parades to throw every day Ooh, parades parades Um, of different themes or different types or different celebrations um, i don't care i would have i would throw a perm spiel Great. Which is essentially Jewish Halloween. Fierce. Um, and everyone dresses up in costumes and parades. Um, I, would, I, f- I feel like I would need a 4th of July parade. Ooh, ticker just tape. Th- ticker tape, yeah. Ticker tape 4th of July parade. Just because like, I feel like, because those are always just like fun and raucous and like totally. great. And what would be a third one? I mean, like now I'm thinking like a pride parade would be pretty awesome because like those are some like really dope ass people. Pretty fucking raucous though. Yeah. 
I mean, like, and I'm also imagining, like, the one where, like, Trudeau is at, and, like, so that means that Justin Trudeau's on my island, and, like, that's not a bad deal either. So, I'm just gonna go with a Would Justin... Would you go gay for Justin Trudeau? Yeah, sure, totally. <laughs> so, a Justin Trudeau-led Once pride Once you go parade. Canadian, you never go back. Exactly. And everyone here knows how much I love Canada. Um, yes. So, th- those three. That's fierce. Question number three. What are you watching slash listening to? I haven't been very creative this week, honestly, because I was telling you, I've been working a lot. I, I was okay. catching up on At Midnight when, um, like, this whole day, because I happen to have today off. So I was watching all of, like, the At Midnights I missed, um, ca- uh, caught up on Twin Peaks, the reboot, and um, mostly listening to my usual podcast. And it's a very interesting political time, so places like NPR Politics, uh, all the Crooked Media stuff are... I'm really, like, listening to those. And... Um, the cast of Orange is the New Black was on, uh, the Nerdist podcast. Because oh. they were on, uh, talking with Chris Hardwick. And it's a really, it's a really great conversation. So. Have you ever I, seen Chris Hardwick host The Wall? I haven't. <laughs> but I want to watch it. It's pretty great. I, I mean, I will watch anything Chris Hardwick does. Like, I, will I will watch any game that is, like, life or death Plinko. It's Exactly. Pretty, it's that's pretty what that is and I love shit. it. That's, that's amazing. Um, I highly recommend people checking out, um... Tuesdays at midnight because the the theme was dogs and the hashtag wars was uh, dog Broadway. So Fiddler on dog the Rough. Way. Yeah. Fierce. Uh, um, Fiddler on the Rough. Ooh, can I think of one? Yeah, totally. How to succeed in dogness without really peeing. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Wait, I need a better one. Hold on. Sunday in the park with dog? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, that, that works. Right, but I need a one that's like punny. Yeah. Can I tell you one that just came to me? Chidago? Yes! Chidago, yeah. I got it. That's a good one. <laughs> the one I just thought of, a, who's a good man? Who's a good man? You're a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my kids. And he spent the whole hashtag wars just like, because they had like pens of puppies on there just playing Aww. around. And so he just spent the whole hashtag wars like just like playing around the pit of puppies. I would go gay for Chris Hardwick too, just putting that out there. Totally. Because I think he is perfect. So yeah. No, <laughs> Next question. No good dog goes unpunished. Done. No good dog goes unpunished. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Question number four. Last person you texted. Can't be me because I know it was me. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I, uh, who was it? Good question. Um, it was my parents. Yeah, mom. It was my, it was my mom and dad. Hi, dad. Yeah. Hi, mom. And I, I caught up with them today for the first time in about a week because I was on vacation, then they were on vacation, so. Everybody's yeah. on vacation. Yeah. What is this, Fakaka? Yeah. I've used a lot of Yiddish today, and I'm really it's proud cool. of myself. yeah. Yeah, totally. Here for it. In good company. Yeah. Oh, is there a dog joke in there? No, probably not. In dog company. The dog couple. The dog couple, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. Okay, I could do this forever. That's a really fun game. It's Yeah, whenever they have a Broadway hashtag, I'm like, in there. Broadway hashtag. Okay, fierce. <gasps> Dirty Rotten Scoundrels doesn't even need to change its name. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, gosh, I could do this forever. Okay, and finally, favorite question this week, every week, question number five. One person living or dead, who you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well. Tess and David, clearly. Um, yes! <laughs> um, Daniel, Tess Daniel, and Daniel. Tess and Daniel, sorry, Tess and Daniel. Um, no, um, but for real, for real. Um, not for play play. Not for play play. I have a buddy from work named Ray. Hey, Ray. And... He's one of my supervisors, and but I didn't really know him, and I didn't really know him well until um, I started working uh, in the operations department. So, and he and I just kind of like clicked, and he's just the coolest guy, and he's such a great like mentor and um, 
supervisor. So I'm going to wish him well because, like, good guy. Fierce. Yeah. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. Um, My turn. Your turn. Claire. I love the quiz. I look Me forward too. to the quiz all week long. All right, Claire. Womanship. Hey. Who? Do you know that you tagged at Broski, not at iBroski, for oh, all shit. of our all of our tweets this past week? Oh no! So that's why I tweeted oh, at you. I was like, Broski's having a big week. Doesn't even know it. <laughs> My bad. I mean, it, bad. It's I get fine. tagged. Their last, their last tag was, uh, or their last tweet was uh, 2012. So, like, who gives a fuck? I get mistagged all the time because, like, right. there are other like Broski variations out there. But for like, whenever they tag me, and it's like always like, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> that really so, got me. What are you obsessed with this week? <laughs> that that Tess and Dan. Tess and Dan. <laughs> Um, Tess and Dan. Damn it. Damn it, Tess. <laughs> damn, Dan. Uh, damn, Danielle. Um, <laughs> I am obsessed with, uh, my summer plans. Ooh. Lots of trips coming up. Lots of cool opportunities. Um, the show I'm learning, getting pretty obsessed yeah. with that. So essentially my summer is going to be like this if y'all want to stalk me. Mm-hmm. So here now. I leave July 2nd for the show, Mm -hmm. then I'm back in later July, Mm -hmm. and then in uh, later August, I'm driving to Montreal, then later that same week, I'm flying to Arkansas for my cousin's wedding. Wow. Then I fly back, and then we're all ready to late September. September. Holy shit. So it's going to be fun. Oh my god, yeah. Big, big for me. Big, big. And I just found out my amazing agent, Craig Holtzberg, love you so much, Craig, is coming to opening night of my show. That's amazing. I know, so I'm obsessed with that too. You and the guy who plays your mom are both um, yes, Sam clients. Seller. Yes, awesome. I've never met Sam, but I'm sure he is unbelievably talented, and I'm very proud to be repped by Craig. I'm sure he is too. That's so, great. Have yeah, you reached excited. out to him? I haven't. I've okay. met some people, but I also, you know, like he's like a serious Broadway vet, so like I don't want to, oh, you know, I don't like waste anybody's time. I get that. The woman playing uh, the woman who is going to play. Um, uh, uh, Mrs. Von Tussle uh-huh. is also like serious Broadway vet. Yeah? Yeah, so. That's um, awesome. And also the guy playing Link is my dear friend Adam and he is also a serious Broadway vet. That's so I'm, great. You know, so big, big time. That's, big, ex- big. that's so exciting. <laughs> I'm definitely the most inexperienced. And you're the fucking lead. <gasps> Yay! So and I'm Tracy! <laughs> Um, yeah, so just obsessed with all of the fun things that are coming up this so summer. So exciting. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right, question number two. Yeah. I want to know your three parades. Mm, okay, uh, like a presidential inauguration ticker tape parade. Ooh. Love those. Uh, or maybe, uh, I can, no, ticker tape over confetti. A pride parade. Sure, let's yeah. do it. Um, and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Ooh, I'm going to change one of mine to that. I don't know which one, but, like, I'm going to put that in instead of... Big balloons and marching bands and people on horses. Oh, damn. Instead of a pride parade. Ooh. Fuck. Because I love the rose parade, too. Ooh. I think I'm going to stick with my answers. Okay. Yeah, because I don't don't love the Rose Bowl parade every year. I'm going to replace my Purim spiel with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Oh, okay. Throwing your people under the bus. Under the float, but yeah. (laughs) Nailed it! <laughs> Walked right into that one. Um, you deserve a high five. Thank you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, <clears throat> question number trace. What are you watching slash listening to right now? Caught up on a lot of stuff because uh, my birthday weekend had me kind of off schedule. Sure. So, 
All caught up with The Handmaid's Tale. Good. All caught up with Pretty Little Liars. Good. All caught up with The Bachelorette. Of course. This is what I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. okay. The Bachelorette is so fucking good this season. It might be the best season of anything that the franchise has ever done. Mm-hmm. Because The Bachelorette is the first black bachelorette yeah. or bachelor. Her name is Rachel Lindsay and she is a fucking star. Yeah. She is a prosecutor and does it, it like cuts through bullshit like you wouldn't believe. Yes. This guy DeMario was on the show, right? And they had this basketball like group date and he's obviously, he's like this big hulking huge black guy dunking on people and like mm-hmm. Talking game and like really, really impressing Rachel, right? Mm -hmm. It's time for her to give out the group date rose. And she walks into, I mean, spoilers, but this was like two weeks ago, so like get the fuck over it. (laughs) Um, And by the time this airs, three weeks ago. So she, um, she walks into the locker room and is like, sorry guys, can I borrow DeMario? And like pulls DeMario out. And it's because his ex, but not his ex, like he just never broke up with her. He just, he just ghosted her to go on the show. What? Yes. And she's there at the game and told Rachel the whole fucking thing. And she's like, all right, tomorrow, like, you're fucking cut. And, like, get the... She, and she literally, I'm not kidding you. He was like, please, Rachel, listen to me. And she goes, no, because, like, I'm asking you these questions. You can't give me a direct answer. You're clearly lying about some or all of this. So get the fuck out. Yes, girl. I was like, Rachel! Yeah, she doesn't mess around. Yes! Although my favorite guy got sent home. I'm sorry. It was this guy that she knew from her childhood. She used to be like one of his supervisors at camp they're like four years apart and she like just kept bringing up the past about how he was like a mischievous little kid and I was like girl you have got to let that go he's in his late 20s like you know you're 31 like you gotta let this go yeah yeah so anyway love the bachelorette and uh I feel like I saw a great movie recently oh the movie's called search party and it stars Adam Pally and Thomas Middleditch and um Fuck, who plays uh, on Silicon Valley? Um, Zach Woods? No, fuck. Which guy? The dummy. What's the character's name? T.J. Miller? Yes, T.J. Miller. And what's the name of this? Okay, Ehrlich Bachman. That's right. So T.J. Miller is in the movie, and there's cameos from all these amazing people, but... Essentially, uh, Adam Pally and TJ Miller break up Thomas Middleditch and his uh, fiance at the altar because of a misunderstanding. I've heard of this. And so they go looking for him, and he um, winds up in Mexico, and he's in a really dire yeah. situation. So I there's a line in the movie that I laughed so hard at that I tweeted Adam Pally and TJ Miller and was like, I've never laughed harder in my life. And Adam Pally wrote me back and was like, same. Yes! <laughs> I love when they do that. Yeah, it was really it's great. so cool. Just like, just a huge up to Adam Pally. I might have a major celeb crush on him a little bit. He's wonderful. I saw him live at ASCAT. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it was awesome. ASCAT. As- it was him, Bobby Moynihan, Zach Woods. Like, it was such a dope If I night. could be alone in a room with Bobby Moynihan, I would not be able to handle myself. He's phenomenal. I think he might be the most attractive man that's ever been on SNL. Bobby Moynihan? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great. Hotter than Beck Bennett, in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> love it. I love um, it. Okay. So, yes. That is what I am watching and uh, listening to mm, a little bit of mu- new music. Katy Perry, Great. DJ Khaled, Bieber, whatever. Cool. Uh, nothing yeah, his, to write home yeah, about. Yeah, is actually, like, really good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, that was three, right? Yeah. Uh, question number four. Who's the last person you texted aside from me? Mm. No cheating. I think it was my boss, Kate. Yeah, Kate. No, 
It wasn't. Not Kate. It was my best friend, Julie. Hey, Julie. And I was telling her about a big audition I had today, and she was like, I'm sure you killed it, Bear. Oh, and I'm sure you did. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell. It's it getting is. harder to tell the bigger the jobs. Yeah. <laughs> always. Whenever it's Broadway, it's really hard to tell. Oh, 100%. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, fingers crossed, but whatever. Of course, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had fun. I think I was pretty Great. nervous after questioning everything I did, but now mm-hmm. I'm looking back at it. It was, it was okay. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And final question of the week. Our faves. Yeah. One person, alive or dead, who you may or may not know, whom you wish well. Mm. Uh, I realize every week that I say who and you say whom. I mean, I don't... I think it's to whom. I think it, you're right. It... I just remember one time a, a, a teacher was like, who is a made-up word? It's always whom. So I kind mm. of I kind of always say whom as like, almost who, as a joke. Who is the predicate and whom was the subject? That's my understanding. You're probably right. But I also probably just said that wrong. So <laughs> any grammar teachers out there? Yeah, please write, write in. Or Andy Grammar, if you want to write me. Yeah. Honey, I'm good. Yeah. Um, okay, so... My dear friend, Katie Marigie, is one of the most generous and loving people in this entire world. We have a mutual friend right now, and I don't want to get, you know, anybody's personal life out there, but we have a mutual friend who is currently going through a major illness. And Katie has really just, I mean, she already is such a giver. Whenever I'm going through something, like she's one of the first people I call, if not the first person I call. But this mutual friend we have really needed like just some love and some care beyond what they're going through. And Katie put together these incredible care packages and like cool snacks and like interesting swag. And like like I wrote a letter and mailed it to Katie's house to like put in the goodie bag. She bought her mm. books at the Strand. Like Ooh. I mean she seriously like Katie Merricky is one of the biggest givers I think – like givers of heart, givers of energy, givers of light and love, just like that I've ever met. And if I hadn't been like randomly assigned to room with her one time, like I never would have met her, you know, we went to Elon together, but she was a few classes behind me. And anyway, I just thought what she did for this friend was so cool. And already I respect her so much. That's awesome. She she works at the daily show. So like, she's Uh fucking great. Yeah. Like, everybody appreciates her, but, like, on top of having a cool job and being a cool person, she also is, like, cool to others. And it just, I, I really love that. It was cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. So, yeah, love you, Katie Marigy. I love you, Marigy, so, so fucking much. I respect yeah. the shit out of you. All right. Yeah. Cool. Positive episode. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Plug Ian. time? Yeah. Where yeah. can people find you? Oh, I am at iBroski. Not Broski, but iBroski. <laughs> Because apparently I can't keep track of myself. You gotta spell it too, because I, I bet people fuck that up. Oh yeah, I B R O S K I. Fierce. Um, on the tweets and the instas, um, and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, Facebook.com/slash Julia Claire Manship and ClaireManship.com. And you can find us at everything this week's thing. This week's thing on Twitter. This week's thing at Gmail. Hashtag this week's thing. Uh, we're on thisweeksthing.com. I- oh yeah. Yeah. How could I forget? Um. I already said hashtag this week's thing. Cool. Yeah. We're on all the platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and we would really, really appreciate if you would rate the show five stars stars. in the iTunes catalog. Yeah. Tell your friends. In the world to us. Yes. Tell your friends. 
Tell your parents, tell your enemies, tell a blind date. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You're never going to see them again. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you marry them, Tess and Daniel. We're watching you. We're watching you. We know who you are. We know what you did. Okay. All that being said, guys, thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you always. We, we don't say you, that guys. enough. I love you. Yeah, we love you, listeners. Love you, man. Okay. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we said it at the same time. That scared me. Yeah.